Hello, everybody, and welcome to the February 18, 2021 edition of Peaceful Globalist Review. I'm your host, the Peaceful Globalist, Ephraim Josine. And ladies and gentlemen, yesterday it was announced that famous, well-known Republican radio host Rush Limbaugh had died of lung cancer. Now, since that happened, there's been a lot of talk about it in the media. I, Fox is basically doing an all-day special talking about how great he is. And if you go on Twitter and check prominent liberal accounts, you'll know there are a lot of people insulting him, a lot of people who absolutely hated him in life and have not changed their mind in death. Now, we can sit here and discuss for hours if that's appropriate or not. We can discuss if that's in the dreaded bad taste. We can also discuss if Limbaugh deserves good taste after his death. I'll say I'm not one to judge. I treated him with horrible taste during his life. Every segment I talked about the guy, I called him a scat muncher. Which was a reference to Bill Hicks's bit about him and I think it was 1992? It, it was sometime in the early 90s. Although, here's a little odd fact. Of everyone mentioned in that bit, the only one who's still alive is Dan Quayle. Rush Limbaugh's dead, Ronald Reagan's dead, George Bush Sr. is dead. The only one in that entire bit that's still alive is Dan Quayle, of all people. And that will never stop being a mildly interesting fact. It will stop once Dan Quayle dies, though, in which case he will no longer be the only one alive. But back to the topic at hand. You know, we can argue if it's in good taste or if Limbaugh even deserved good taste. This guy was a loudmouth asshole. There have been a lot of um, articles in the past couple of days, well, past day, that have shown that, yeah, there were tons of deaths that he celebrated back in the 90s. He had a segment on his radio show where he'd just list gay people who died of AIDS and laugh about it. Now, he stopped doing that. Don't get me wrong, he stopped doing that, but that can still leave a bad taste in people's mouths. As it stands, if you listen to the segments on him, which still up, they're going to be up for as long as there's an archive of this podcast, don't worry. You know, I hated the guy. I really did. I couldn't stand him. And every time I did a segment on him, it basically devolved into me insulting him for sometimes up to 15 minutes. Do I regret any of those? No, I don't. I will say this, though. There is one thing Rush Limbaugh and I do have in common. We are both, or he was, La a loudmouth asshole political commentators. He was a loudmouth asshole political commentator, and you know what? I'm a loudmouth asshole political commentator. Now, we're loudmouth asshole political commentators on the opposite sides of virtually every issue, but that is the one thing we have in common. We are both loudmouth asshole political commentators. So, I, I want to say this right now. I was looking at the reaction to Limbaugh's death, and I just want to say, because I am going to eventually die as well. It, pro it might be tomorrow I die. It might be a hundred years from now I die. It might be right now I die if an asteroid 
crashes through the house I record this podcast in. I'm on to you, asteroid. You, I always have my guard up. Those asteroids wait for your guard to go down. Then they get you. Uh, but no, I am going to die eventually. Okay? We all are going to die eventually. Sorry, that's just true. As of right now, immortality does not exist. And I just want to say, when I die, I don't want my record to be sanitized. Because that's the thing that kind of annoyed me the most about the, you could say, backlash to the backlash. The people insulting the people insulting Limbaugh after he died. Was the second group, it doesn't matter what side they were on, it doesn't matter if they were hardcore Limbaugh fans or they just thought it was in bad taste. They always seem to almost want to sanitize his record. Which I do not like. I don't want my record to be sanitized. I want to be remembered if I die as a loudmouth asshole political commentator. As a loudmouth asshole political commentator. So here is what I'm going to say right now. I'm not going to comment on Limbaugh's death. I'm not going to say what I thought when he died. I am going to say though that when I die, every single person who I have insulted every single person who dislikes me, every single person who I dislike has the right to go on Twitter or whatever Twitter alternative exists the day I die and write out all the messages they want about how awful I was. They have my permission to do that. And if somebody says that's in bad taste, I want you, yes you, the person listening, the Peaceful Globalist Review, to tell them, actually, it doesn't matter if it is or not, Ephraim Josine personally gave these people permission to do this on February 18th, 2021, the day after Rush Limbaugh died. I think that's a perfectly fair, I don't want to say trade-off, because that would imply I start insulting him, which I'm just not going to do. Um, but I think that's a perfectly fair way to look at things. Anyway, those of you who have been politically in the know since the Capitol Hill insurrection on January 6th probably remember the name of Brian Setnick, the police officer who died the day after the insurrection. An insurrection he was at, by the way, because he was a police officer, he was protecting the Capitol. Well, a lot of crazy left-wing conspiracy theorists thought that the two might have been related somehow. You know, who knows? Who knows? Well, lucky for us, our amazing objective news media is here to inform us that actually that's not the case. Okay? Just after Setnik's death, there were immediately calls by the right-wing media that we don't know anything. He could have died from a variety of things, none of which related to the insurrection. Which, yeah, is technically true. But typically, people at insurrections who die a day after the insurrection don't die for unrelated reasons. Just, just saying. Just saying. Well... These people pressured the New York Times themselves 
to issue a retraction. This was a couple of days ago. I didn't know about this till yesterday. And now, the New York Times' original article on Brian Sitnik's death reads, New information has emerged regarding the death of Capitol Police Officer Brian Sitnik that questions initial cause of his death provided by officials close to the Capitol Police. Really? 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 What does that new information say? Oh, wait, 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 wait. It doesn't say anything because what the New York Times meant to write is, We're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. Don't yell at us. Stop yelling at us. We'll say whatever bullshit you want. Just stop yelling at us. <laughs> Give me a break. Give me a break. You're really expecting me to believe. That Brian Sicknick, the officer who was at the insurrection, died the day after the insurrection, died of completely unrelated causes. Just use your brain for half a second, just a half a second, despite the fact all the initial reports said that what was happening. Now all that has to go down the memory hole. Sorry. That's no longer the case. It was actually something completely unrelated. And even the New York Times is backing down on this. Despite the fact that this is incredibly obvious to anyone with a half-functioning thinky-majigger. Guys, it's seriously, it's just a coincidence Setnik died the day after the Capitol insurrection. You believe otherwise, you're a crazy left-wing conspiracy theorist. These are the same people, the same people in the media, who told us for months that George Floyd getting his neck kneeled on had nothing to do with his death, and that was actually an unrelated fentanyl overdose. And side note, even if that were the case, and it's not, the autopsy confirmed that it was not, or at the very least it was a combination of both, the neck kneeling thing was still pretty bad. Okay? Doesn't matter if that's the thing that killed him, doesn't change the fact that a lot of bad things happened. That bad things happened to this individual. So immediately, I don't like that's the angle the story is coming from, but even then, even then, again, seriously think about what they're telling you right now they are telling you that don't worry go back to bed america we figured it all out insurrection had nothing to do with brian sitnik's death instead instead it was actually something completely unrelated just happens sometimes just happens guys you know what i mean so everybody at an insurrection died of unrelated causes a day later, haven't they? I mean, seriously. No. No, I don't believe that for half a second. I refuse to believe that. I refuse to have my intelligence degraded on a level that would require me to actively believe this. The New York Times backed down because they're cowards. That's what it came down to. And we see the media. Absolutely, people talk about how mean the media was to Donald Trump. 
especially in 2020, the media was unbelievably charitable to him. The same media that bought the nonsense he was talking about politicization of COVID-19. Remember that when he called COVID-19 a democratic hoax. Luckily, our superiors, our superiors reminded us that he wasn't talking about COVID-19 when he said COVID-19 was their new hoax. He was talking about the politicization of COVID-19. Don't ask what that means, might I add. Stop asking what that means. Because that doesn't mean anything, because that's not what he meant. We all know that. You know, and we can go on for hours about the various lies that have been told to us. CNN was one of the big sources that hyped up the absolute false claim the police officer who shot Jacob Blake thought he was a kidnapper. Remember that bullshit? The bullshit that came out months after the officer first shot Jacob Blake? That was obviously pulled out of the ass of the attorney? We were all seriously supposed to believe that. Well, you know, Jacob Blake is a bad guy, remember? He was accused of rape. Well, yeah, he was, but first off, rape is not a death penalty level crime, and second off, he wasn't convicted of anything, he was accused of it. Jacob Blake was a victim of cancel culture, change my mind. And you know, I know I said yesterday the show is not meant to be your major news source, but it, it sometimes feels like Peaceful Globalist Review is the only podcast digging through the memory hole, actually trying to bring you the correct information and not just the absolute slave-to-the-moment nonsense the mainstream media is pushing down your throat. That's what it is. It's slave-to-the-moment. Don't think about what we told you five seconds ago. Don't think about how this contradicts everything we knew. No, instead, just shut up, take the new information... And repeat it to your friends. There. That's what the mainstream media wants you to do. And any media outlet who seriously reports this has lost my respect, at the very least. Lost any sense of integrity. Lost any sense of actually showing that they care about reality. That's what it comes down to. Letting a small group of crazy people who just want to look better, control what the narrative is. That is not what journalism is supposed to be, and that's something that the Times is normally avoided. And it gets the ire of those people, and they usually can brush it off. But now they're caving in. Now they're caving in, and I expect them to cave in far more, because if there's one thing the New York Times has proven, more and more recently, is that they're a bunch of cowards. That's the New York Times for you. It's a bunch of cowards. Anyway, time for a reminder what the good people are doing in police departments around the country. This is from Reason. Police in Portland are literally defending trash. They've been stationed in a grocery store parking lot where people were trying to dumpster dive for discarded food after the store lost its power and had to throw out a lot of products. Rather than let hungry Portland residents make use of the food waste from Fred Meyer's supermarket, cops formed a barricade around the store and blocked public access to dumpsters. 
Authorities justified this move by saying the food had been unrefrigerated for too long and could cause food poisoning. Like that euphemism, could cause food poisoning, as opposed to if you don't eat anything, which, yeah, will definitely not cause food poisoning, will cause starvation, though, and that's an unquantifiable amount times worse, in my opinion, at least. I think that's fair. But no, this is just what the good boys in blue are up to these days. You know, instead of actually stopping murders or bank robberies or anything that would actually help protect and serve their community, they are making sure that homeless people can't get food that no one was going to eat anyway. Uh, it goes to show you what kind of country this is. And mind you, I should note that once you throw something out, you've essentially said, it's not mine anymore, I don't want it. That's why you throw things out. Okay, so immediately any sort of argument in favor of this, especially considering they're not going to sell it anyway, so screw it, give it to the homeless then. They actually need it. No, can't do that. We're going to station the police to make sure that doesn't happen. But this goes to show you, this is a common point that I really need to start focusing on more, just how hard the homeless are treated in this country. There are several major cities major Democratic-run cities, too, just to be clear, this isn't all Republicans, where it's illegal to feed the homeless. Actively illegal to feed them. You know, people have tried to do things in the past, like hiring homeless people to work concert security, or having a homeless person be a hotspot for Wi-Fi. They get shut down immediately. That's the kind of country we live in, people. And you know what? That's, that's what the police are doing by protecting and serving. They're protecting dumpster food from feeding homeless people. I think this goes to show what kind of country we live in at the moment. Anyway, that's all for tonight. I am Ephraim, and good night.